We're really snacking today. We got the spicy popcorn, thanks to our friends at JP Graziano with the Jardinera seasoning for the popcorn, delicious. And we got the candy on the table too. We right? got the so candy, like candy and popcorn, Junior Mints, Reese's Pieces, which are delicious. I'd go Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces, pieces, pieces. Probably one, two, three, if I had to rank them. But we also got, and these are incredible, Candy Pop. Candy, I mean, it's what the name is. Candy Popcorn Combination. I got Butterfinger, you got Twix. Yeah. They're delicious. It's what you, the perfect movie treat. You always want candy, you always want popcorn, you want salty and sweet. A lot of people mix them together. I don't do that because I'm not a baboon. But when it's pre-mixed like this yeah. for you, it is delicious. I mean, they, they did this perfectly, right? Not to mention, I mean, I happen to love Twix, so... Best candy bar. Twix and, uh, well, I mean, we can argue about that. I mean, I think that 100 grand is probably a little bit better than Twix, but that's just me. But Twix is good. I'm not saying, like, Twix is, is like, garbage tier or anything like that, but... I actually say Kinder Bueno might be up there. Kinder Bueno. But that's besides the point. They have great flavors like Twix, like Butterfinger. This is way easier than eating a messy-ass Butterfinger. Yeah, for sure. Check it out, Candy Pop. You're going to want it next time you go to the movie theater, or if you're just having, watching a movie at home, or if you're watching us. Yeah. Have some Candy Pop. Delicious. It goes great with the next movie that we're talking about today, which is on TV pretty much all the time. So you're going to have, want to have Candy Pop ready. Mm -hmm. That movie is... That's where I come in. Nobody's perfect. That's pathetic. Pathetic. But one man. My name is Alex Hitchens. Call me Hitch. Can help you come close. Oh! Hitch, the cure for the common man. Now, a little, a little known, um, a little known fact in Recliner Reviews history. Uh, early on, when we started filming these episodes, backlogging, number like the fifth or sixth episode we ever filmed was this movie, Hitch. Hitch. Great comedy in the mid-2000s. And I joked during that movie, it, half joking, half truth, this is one of my favorite comedies. I watched, I've seen this movie probably 30 times. I've seen it way too many times. It's on TV all the time, or was on TV all the time. It was on like Bravo and TBS and all this stuff. It's so lighthearted and easy to follow and fun. And a lot of people are likable in the movie. It has um, one of the greatest comedic actors of all time, Kevin James, in the movie. But we lost that recording. We didn't know what, the, like, we were just fucking around and, like, we didn't have a Which we didn't is a shame because yet. that was probably the best episode that we had ever recorded yeah. in the history of this show. You can't prove otherwise. Best picture. It was really good. Prove me wrong. Recording got lost in the metaverse or something. But since then, we decided to come back to it at some point. We said we're going to come back to it. In between then and now, Will Smith... Uh, I don't even have to explain the incident. Slap the shit out of Chris Rock at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, it's still probably too early to tell if Will Smith is just, like, canceled. If, like, what public opinion has kind of swayed on him completely. But I, I made a joke that night about, um, is this going to affect my re-watching of, of the movie Hitch? And I was joking about it at the time, but actually, I don't know if it does. I really don't like Will Smith anymore. Like, I don't like him. Yeah, I mean... Because it's, it's not just the slap, it's the Scientology, it's like a lot of crap. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's really tough, and a lot more has come out about him and his relationship, and mentioned it at the time about how 
you know, Will Smith and his wife, like, there was this whole, like, entanglement, right? That's what they called it, an entanglement, where basically, like, Will Smith is a cuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from, from what we've, what we've come to learn, that uh, his wife was messing around with, like, some young dude, and he's just kind of there felt, to... felt bad for him at the time. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, and as all of this stuff, like, came out, and then... Uh, the whole thing at the was it the Oscars is that what yeah. where it was with like you know Chris Rock making the joke and like her having alopecia and you know did you cross a line did you not cross a line whatever that's not for us to determine on this podcast but like he was Will Smith laughing and then not laughing yeah I don't know man there's it, a lot it, going on there. there's a lot going on with him there's a lot going on in his head and I just don't know like. Now that I think about it, I watch, uh, I was, as I've said uh, a couple times, I've been going through and watching like Saturday Night Live stuff because they have it on Peacock. Peacock. And there's a dedicated channel on Peacock. Peacock. For Saturday Night Live sketches. Society. And they do like modern ones and, and like older ones too and they mix them in together. And I forget who it is. I don't know if it's Jay Farrow or somebody else is playing Will Smith. And it's like a retrospective of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and somebody else. Uh, I think Keenan Thompson is playing um, Carlton, and he's being this like, oh, I'm a trained comedic actor. I learned, you know, training. I, you know, I tr- was trained on silver spoons, and uh, like Will Smith is not trained, and so he makes all of these like jokes and pans to the camera and like. Well, if you must know, I'm late because. Because Mr. Henning touched me. Okay? And I watched that sketch, and I'm like, yeah, that actually nails it about Will Smith. Like, he's, his acting is not what it... it not, it's gotten better, obviously, since the time that he was on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But, like, it's the, it was the, like, slapstick humor to pan to the camera because he's not able to do the other yeah, things that yeah, are yeah. necessary. Yeah, yeah. And, like, when you think about his whole body of work, um, by the way, there's the new Fresh Prince, or not, it's not called the Fresh Prince, it's Bel Air. Yeah. You know about that? I do know about it. I have not watched any of it. and It's a completely yeah. different tone than the show. It's, it's interesting. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, I didn't really watch Fresh Prince kind of before my time, and I don't really watch this show. I just caught a few minutes of it. My girlfriend watches it. Hello, my name is Sir Humblebrag. And it's like, it's, it feels heavy. I mean, I know it's supposed to be heavy, and I guess I should kind of go back and I should watch this, the Saved by the Bell reboot and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air I feel like you'll reboot, hate all these, though. But I probably will hate them. Yeah. Yeah, it's just unnecessary. But yeah. you think about his whole body of work, uh, the rap career, Fresh Prince, being in a million movies, didn't age at any point during all of this. Guy still looks, could be any age. Got good doctors. So, yeah. Till now, uh, where he's like a serious dramatic actor, just in King Richard, which is what he won the Oscar for and when he slapped Chris Rock. Oh, wow. He's been pretty famous for a really long time. So I say, like, I don't like the guy and whatever, and I'm kind of off on him. But also, I can't get into his head, and I don't know what he's going through. Yeah. Because you live your life of that level of fame. Dave Chappelle had a great quote about um, people dismissing... I think it was Martin Lawrence 
um, like when Martin it. Lawrence had the the breakdown, the breakdown and yeah. it was in the middle of the road. And yeah, and people yeah, were yeah. calling him crazy, and people were calling Dave Chappelle crazy around like 2003 when he yeah. like bounced to Africa, 2004, whatever that was. And Chappelle said, I think on Inside the Actors Studio, the worst thing to call somebody is crazy, is dismissive. I don't understand this person, so they're crazy. That's bullshit. These people are not crazy. They're strong people. Maybe the environment is a little sick. And we know that Hollywood is really sick and messed yeah. up and everything. So, like, it's a really a tough way to live your life. So I don't want to, like, analyze his mental health and stuff. Yeah. It just puts him in a different lens than I had him before where I kind of thought of him as this guy in Hitch who is handsome and smooth and cool. Like, I thought of him as the date doctor yeah. for the longest time. Like, he had it all put together. His character in this movie works because I think that is the persona that Will Smith built up over the 90s and into the early thousands of like this super smooth dude. Yeah. And they made a character that fit perfectly for Will Smith. Yeah. At the time. Like this super suave, smooth dude. And then Kevin James is kind of like this bumbling, like kind of stocky fat guy who like it, they cast them both so perfect for 2005, 2006, whatever it was. 2005, yeah. 2005, yeah. yeah. I agree, and I think that unfortunately for him, because like he's had some good movies and at least enjoyable. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the Bad Boys series, it's yeah. like it's enjoyable, whether or not like Men in again, Black, you know, yeah, same Men in Black, uh, you know, it, it, enjoyable movies. And unfortunately, everything that's taken place over the past like ten years, whether it's the him getting connected to whether he he denies it. But like him getting connected to Scientology and Tom Cruise, the whole thing with him and his wife and the like. We've never been Scientologists. We've never been swingers. Never been swingers. This whole thing with Chris Rock. I agree. It can kind of like sour on the guy a little bit. Yeah. It's not like I, I shouldn't say like I hate the guy because he smacked a comedian I like, like whatever. Yeah. It's more like the perception changed because like I said, I viewed him as Hitch. And now he's not as put together. And it's not a fair standard to put on somebody because no one is as cool as Hitch. Hitch is the man. That's where I come in. Uh, but like, you couldn't do this now because I think he's not as likable. Like, it, it didn't occur to me when the first time we reviewed this movie that part of the reason it worked well and I liked it so much is because Will Smith as Hitch was felt seamless. It's he's like really cool. Kevin James as Albert Brenneman, the dork. It was seamless. Like, it was just a really well cast and good dynamic in that movie. Yeah. Um, and to get into the movie, we should get into the movie itself. Yeah, we should too. definitely do that, yeah. Uh, I've always, I don't, I don't know, I think at first it was kind of like an ironic thing. Like, I love this movie ironically. It's, it was such an easy watch that it was, it was on all the time and I'd watch it and stuff. But it actually is funny. It, it, it's such an easy setup. It's kind of creative. And um, there's nothing to... Like I almost thought of it as like a guilty pleasure watch over and over again. Nothing to feel guilty for. It's just a pleasure watch. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I think that there are... I have a difficult time with this movie because of when Will Smith is trying to get with Ava Mendez. It's like there's a lot of cringe that goes on there. Yeah. And like it's hard to watch. It all... It, I mean, it all makes sense. And, and one of the things that we have to remember is that... And I don't know, know if you remember this or not, but like when this movie came out, it was at the time where, where it was like really big, the whole like mystery guy uh, who was into negging. And like yeah. that was like, like the whole thing of like having, like trying to get a, a woman to be with you. Like you would, you would give her like, you would find every, any flaw about her 
and like point it out to her and be like, oh, your hair's real stringy or like this, that, like, and that was supposed to make her fall in love. And it's this dude who, total D-bag with this like, with like a bucket hat and like, uh, uh, they call it a Van Dyke. Is that what that is? With the, with the, just the like, uh, the like, on the goatee. It's the, like, gross. I don't know. This, this part right here. Um, and like, I don't think he had any other facial hair but that. Um, I think Billy Koch, uh, the former closer, yeah, White had Sox, yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. But like, it was that was the like time for this movie. Yeah. And so like having Will Smith as Hitch and like teaching Kevin James like how to actually treat a woman like and to get a woman, it, it, it's kind of opposite of that. Yeah. Um, but enjoyable and like nice. Um, but there's just so much about it that, like, the cringe factors, the, like, yeah. the elements that, like, I have a difficult time. Like, Michael Rappaport as a nice guy. That is weird. Is weird. It's just, like, it's weird to me. And if you, like, check out his TikToks and, like, the stuff that he's been doing lately, it's just like, how is this the same guy? Let the queen rest ready. She passed over a week ago, for crying out loud. Yeah. No, actually, the most recent time I watched this, I actually had the exact same thought about him. Because he's just so unlikable now. Yeah. Uh, and he's a, he's a straight man, just Will Smith's friend in the movie. The cringe, though, I get what you're saying. And especially Will Smith's first date with Eva Mendez to Ellis Island. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that, I get that confused with the other one. But it's extremely cringy. I saw that going differently in my mind. Uh, I think the reason they make it cringy and they make that dynamic weird at first is because he's the smooth guy that gets everything his way and all of a sudden he like has a challenge and he screwed it up and he's not going to get her but he likes her and he yeah. like he's going to break out of his shell as this cool guy and be vulnerable. Like I get why they set it up that way but and here's a strike that I'll make against an otherwise flawless movie. Nice that whole date is creepy. Yeah. If, if a dude... Uh, the, the the female lis- listeners, the ladies who are watching, if a dude, no matter what he looked like, how cool he was, how smooth he was, took you on a first date on a jet ski to Ellis Island to find your ancestors, there's a million red flags that would go up. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, first off, you can jet ski in the Hudson, but why would you? Why yeah, would you yeah. jet ski in the Hudson yeah, like that River? That body's like, floating around there, yeah. It, it, it's bad enough that New York throws their trash just straight on the gar- on, like on the street, like just bags of trash everywhere. But now you're gonna go like jet skiing through the Hudson River, like that. Okay, red flag. You're right. Then going to Ellis Island, like, hey, bold move. I'll give you, I'll give you credit. Like, that's not something most people are gonna do for a first date, right? Bold, bold move. But you have no idea what anybody's family is. Like, first off. Forget about the fact of like what the storyline is, right? That her grandfather and you know it was a criminal and whatever. Which it was just like such a throwaway, but I mean, yeah, like it's funny. When I saw it on the computer, it said the butcher of Cadiz. You know, I, th- I thought it was a profession. But like, forget about it for a second. And yeah. Be like, what if she was adopted and like her parents never told her yeah. that she was adopted, or she, and yeah. she goes to Ellis Island and Wilson is like, <laughs> hey, by the way, did you know this? And she's like. No, that's not my name. Like, yeah. wait a second. Yeah, it is. Like, or she's estranged from her family. Or, or yeah, or whatever. Like, how, you don't know what her relationship is, or what her life is like, or what her family life is like. And like, you're gonna take her to this place that is all about like family connections and relationships and things like that. Yeah, and 
beyond even that, the date was 7 a.m. on a Sunday or something. I don't do 7 a.m. Yeah. Like, Just like so many red flags. Yeah. Kind of, uh, kind of creepy. But I'm a creep. Speaking of Ava Mendez, mm -hmm. did you know that she was in Will Smith's Miami video in 1990? Yes, I did. 1997? Yes, I did. Yeah. Just from this movie. Because we talked about it, too, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, we talked, we yeah. talked about it those, before. Those notes from, like, a year ago. Yeah, I, I, whenever, whenever these, it, it's a different book. Like, I've got two different books of my notes, right? So, like... <laughs> This is the like first one, and then this is the second one. So uh, that's really all I know. She's in other stuff and stuff that I've seen, but I only associate her with this movie. Yeah, I don't know what else I've seen her in. Very, uh, very two thousand five, two thousand six um, person. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree with that. A couple more things about like the the the, the dancing uh, that happens in Iconic this movie. Iconic scene. Kevin James, fantastic. You you point out how awesome he is, right, in this movie. But those dance moves. Timeless, classic. I have some of those dance moves myself. I use some of those Did dance moves crab? myself. I do them all. Yeah, every single one of them. My wife hates it, but hey, you gotta hey, you take what you can get. If if I'm gonna go and dance, like you're gonna get what you're gonna get. That's if it's the crab, it's the crab. So, yeah, that's probably that might be the most recognizable and one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Kevin James, to me, and I said like one of the best comedic actors of all time, and you probably are watching and thinking, wow, he's making a joke about that, gets a bad rap because after King of Queens, My back is getting tight. which he's great in, he did all these stupid movies like Zookeeper, which I've seen like 15 times too. Uh, Here Comes the Boom. Paul uh, Blart. Paul Blart, which I've seen a million times as well. I think that's a good movie. He did Paul Blart 2. He did uh, International Assassin or whatever that movie is. He did a lot of very stupid movies. He cashed in after The King of Queens, which yeah. he should. All, all like, all fair, I think. And he got this rap as like the stupid actor, kind of like Adam Sandler got before, yeah. like 15 years ago. When in reality, he's a really good physical, like physical comedian. Yeah. Like he's really funny physically, and I think he's great in this movie. Um, I, it's bad that he got that. I, I think it'll probably just like with Sandler. I think it'll probably turn eventually. He's done a couple of dramatic roles recently. I think he's just hilarious as a physicist. He's in some yeah. stupid movies, but he's so talented. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I just, you know, I, I, I like him, and um, he's a likable guy. He's a likable character. It might not be the case in real life, but I, I have a feeling it, it is seems the case. Like it like, is, yeah. He seems like a genuine guy. I don't want to have to hurt you. He seems like he's a nice guy. Have you seen his newest movie? The Sandler produced it. Um, it's about he plays Sean Payton. No. I didn't know that he, he's playing Sean Payton. He was playing Sean Payton about what the year Sean Payton was suspended from the NFL. Yeah. And he coached his son's uh, football team. Good it is nice. fantastic. Huh. Critically, not, it didn't do well, but I loved it. Interesting. It was one of my favorite movies of the year uh, 2022. Eastern Illinois, uh, Eastern yeah, Illinois' Greg, own Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. Yeah. But Kevin James, fantastic. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said at the outset, him and Will Smith were cast perfectly. I think. I think Eva Mendez's reaction to finding out Will Smith was the date doctor is a little uh, dramatic. Yeah, for you sure. You could have talked to him about it. I know it's because her friend went on the date with the dude who, and the perception was that Will Smith just trained people how to get laid. Yeah. Other than that, like, there's some things where you're kind of ridiculous, but just forget about those. 
for a second. What, like the fact that Will Smith has no idea that he has this allergy? Yeah, he has a shellfish how allergy. How old is the dude in this movie? Like, he's in his 30s, and you don't—you have no idea that you have this allergy, and you've gone yeah. through your entire life without it? Yeah, I mean, it's not... This isn't an Oscar-worthy movie, I guess, yeah. for these reasons, now that you point them out. Best picture. But I think if you just put all those aside, it's fun. Uh, the only other point I'll make that's also ridiculous, I love... This is a big thing, I think, in the early, mid-thousands, where in a lot of movies, people had ridiculous apartments for their profession. Oh yeah. This feels like a really early 2000s thing with these giant apartments, but a real New York City apartment, I think we talked about this before, should be 300 square feet, if that. I want this in some movie. If you're writing a movie, a rom-com set in New York, I want this. A mattress on the floor, roaches, bed bugs, and like an occasional rat getting in. And it's on a slope in the in the building, it's like a bump in the middle of the floor, like you said, toilet next to the kitchen. That would be realistic. Yes. Yeah. And you have to live with three people to afford it. Yeah, it's so. three mattresses on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you just all snuggle up together. They're like, you know, a little cuddle puddle. Yeah, cuddle puddle. Look, we you know we talked about Will Smith at length, you know, and how his likability has kind of gone downhill in part because of the stuff that has taken place in the past few weeks slash months. I I even said it before the last time we filmed this, I think his likability goes even further downhill because of the fact that dude left behind DJ Jazzy Jeff. Like, he gets famous with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and, like, the rap career and everything. Him and DJ Jazzy Jeff, like, you know, two peas in a pod doing, doing their songs, like, Summertime and whatever. All of a sudden, Will Smith blows up. But where's DJ Jazzy Jeff? You can't you can't find this guy a token role in these movies. You can't like you can't hook him up, hook a brother up. Poor DJ Jazzy Jeff. He's still he's still probably doing like he's doing weddings like maybe you know, DJing at weddings or whatever because Will Smith won't hook him up. Maybe it's a Keenan and Kel thing. Maybe they don't maybe they don't talk anymore. Yeah, they don't like each other. Right. Well, DJ Jazzy Jeff, I'm sorry. You come out on the you know you come out smelling like roses here though. Yeah, I mean now especially now that Will Smith's approval rating is in the toilet. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. At the end of the movie, right? Grandma almost dies. Oh, the wedding? At the wedding. Yeah, she was the wing woman, she, though. She almost dies. I know. The, the, the grandson has no idea that she's setting him up. And so, like, he's all there and concerned. And then, like, oh, she's fine. That's okay. I'm going to go get me a piece right now. Like, that's what the grandson does. Like, I'm sorry, your grandmother just collapsed. Whether or not she's hamming it up or just trying to connect you with this woman. Like, you'd be like... Hey, lady, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm really worried about my grandmother. Can I get your number? Like, I'll give you a call a little bit later, okay? We can hook up once I can make sure that, like, grandma's okay. No, he just leaves grandma, like, laying on the floor there. And is like, well, I'm going to go get me some. That, that's, like, terrible. That's awful. You're right. This movie is not realistic. You're right. <laughs> and for that, for that, I give it the the... Siskel and Ebert, seven thumbs down, right? Like, isn't that what they would do? They, oh, I'm sure. I don't Ebert know. Ebert would have probably just wrecked this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't know what the, what, how it did critically or anything. Um, I do know that it's one of these movies that is replayed all the time on yeah. cable, and I think it's on streaming. So, like, somewhere, it might be because of the, the, the amount of star power in the cast and the people behind the movie. It just lives on in eternity. Yeah. I will be watching Hitch in 2055. I'm sure. That's bold.
Bold move, you heard it here. If he's not watching Hitch in 2055, you better hold him to it. Find out. This, this YouTube video will still exist by then. I think, though, because uh, a lot of the things we said and because, I mean, it's just not, I joke that it's a great movie all the time, but I'm sure people don't agree. Uh, it's, I think it's, I think it's like a 6-6. Six, six. I think like enough people like it and like rewatch it over and over again. I gave it kind of an evil score, but I think it's uh, not critically acclaimed, but liked in like a, almost like a cult following because it's on, you know, TBS 18 times a day. Yeah, I agree. And I, I like this movie because of Kevin James in, yeah. and in spite of Will Smith and his flaws and the character and everything that he plays with in this movie. I don't know, like, I, I want to go lower. Um, I, I tend to think, like, 6-4. That's where I'm, where I'm thinking I'm going to go, like, 6-4. But, it's, like... It's going to be a 6-5, I think. It's no. probably going to be, like, right in between. But I'm going to go 6-4. Okay. 6-6. Oh! See, I know, I, I think the only other one recently that I nailed was Dirty Work. And these are two movies two I've movies seen, like, you watch 50 million yeah. times that yeah. I have the barometer for. But, I mean, I'll, yeah, like, I watch it for Kevin James. I will watch anything that Kevin James does. Yeah, I I've like seen, Kevin James. I've He's seen good. Zookeeper, like, like I said, like 13 times. I haven't seen any of those movies, and uh, I'm guessing that Paul Blart 2 is worse than Paul Blart 1. Yeah, but a lot of things are worse so. than Paul Blart 1. Yeah.